official engagement in Lake Forest. Now, in mid-October, she was several weeks into her art history class and facing her first major assignment. Only two people knew the truth of Lucy's whereabouts on Tuesday and Thursday afternoons, Aunt Violet and Violet's Irish coachman, Patty, who, with her blessing, sometimes conspired to solve Lucy's transportation challenges. The student next to Lucy leaned toward her. Did you get that third point? He's talking too fast. Lucy pointed with her fountain pen to the notes she had just written. One, composition. Two, uniqueness of palette. Three, use of light. The young man, not more than seventeen, Lucy thought, quickly copied what she had written. She wasn't surprised that he had only sparse notes on his paper. From the first week, it seemed he was in over his head. Lucy could only imagine what his other classes were like. Once again, she had to swallow the injustice. A young man lacking talent could openly attend university, but a woman with a keen mind had to sneak around. Her parents believed Lucy spent three afternoons a week volunteering at St. Andrew's Orphanage. So did all her brothers. So did Daniel. So did the household staff. Lucy did, in fact, go to the orphanage once a week, and the endeavor gave her good reason to select sturdy clothes without the usual flamboyance of the families who lived on Prairie Avenue. She fashioned her dark hair in a practical style that would not come undone while caring for small children or sorting files in the cramped office. To fight the odds she might be recognized as a banning while roaming the university campus, Lucy wore the same unadorned garb to school as she did to the orphanage. Her mother sighed at the whole business. Lucy had trunks and racks full of European fashions, yet three times a week she left the house looking like hardly more than a lady's maid. Today, Lucy wore a nondescript gray flannel suit and a functional broad-brimmed black hat tipped strategically to hide her face. She remembered the day she brought the suit home. "'What is that thing?' Flora Banning had asked. "'I've been shopping.' "'Shopping? Don't tell me you bought that rag off the rack.' It's from Mr. Field's store. He deals with some quite capable dressmakers. We have a dressmaker, Flora reminded Lucy. I'd like to be there when you explain this to her. I need sturdy, practical clothes to wear to the orphanage. Linnae would be insulted if I asked her to make something so plain. Everybody knows she makes your dresses. She'll be insulted that her client would wear something so plain under any circumstances. I won't tell if you won't tell. Lucy managed a light laugh as she carried her new suit up the stairs to her mother's consternation. Lucy's figure was never quite as slim as her mother thought it should be, but her corset did its job. The suit was well made of a good quality cloth and the tailored style was current, but nothing about the ensemble would bring particular attention to the young woman who slipped into class at the last moment and sat in the back of the lecture hall. When class was dismissed, Lucy generally fidgeted with her textbook and satchel, managing to pass enough time to find the halls sparsely populated as she left the building. Today was no different. She was the last to leave. In the corridor, Lucy schemed as she walked. An art exhibit in itself was a cultured enough event that Flora Banning would not, in principle, object to Lucy's attending. However, Lucy needed an escort for such an occasion, and the last thing she wanted was for Daniel to take her or to explain to her mother why she did not even ask Daniel. She had to get Leo to go with her. Lucy rounded a corner and came to an abrupt stop. As the flush rose in her cheeks, she realized it was too late to backtrack. Leo had spotted her. Even if she donned clothing meant to make her look as inconspicuous as possible, 
Leah would never overlook her. Most of the time, Lucy was grateful for his ability to pick her out of a crowd of thousands, but not today. What was he doing leaning casually against a wall outside her classroom, chatting with a young man Lucy didn't recognize? As Leo lifted his eyes and smiled, the man turned to follow Leo's gaze. Lucy, what are you doing here? Leo's green eyes matching her own quizzed. Lucy laughed as she stepped forward to kiss her brother's cheek. I might ask you the same thing. When you gave me a tour of your research office, I'm quite confident it was in a faraway wing of the university. The walk from there to here would qualify as a daily constitutional. Leo's field was in manufacturing technology. Why had he wandered to the fine arts department on this afternoon? Why at this moment? I'm just giving my friend Will here a tour of the university, Leo explained. Lucy, this is my friend Will Edwards. Will, this is my little sister, Miss Lucy Banning.